Welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. This podcast is an audio journal of my guest tonight's adventures throughout the live and local music biz. Fun conversations, cool tunes, and good times will be had. My name is Mark Sterry, and I'm a 20-plus year veteran of the Twin Cities, Minnesota metro music scene. Check me out at Mark Sterry, that's S-T-A-R-Y music.net. Also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All of my original music is available for download on iTunes, CD Baby, and most other places you get your music online. This podcast drops every Tuesday, if not before on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. If you enjoy it, please subscribe. It's totally free and guarantees you'll never miss an episode. If you got an extra buck or two you would mind tossing in the podcast tip jar, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Starry Music Podcast. Also considering helping get the word out on the street via social media, five-star rating interview, and or tell a friend or two. Happy Thought of the Day is by Kurt Cobain. Wanting to be someone else is a waste of the person you are. Thanks for tuning in and welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Enjoy! Welcome back to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast, episode 271. Please support this week's sponsors, 45th Parallel Distilleries, ID Chrysler, Pine City, and the Beedle Club. Also, thanks to all the folks who contributed to this podcast on Patreon.com. Heartbreaking ringing about all the Ma and Pa restaurants closing in the Twin Cities. The latest casualty, I guess, is Aesop's Table, best barbecue in St. Paul, in my view. Please support your favorite restaurants with takeout or however you are able so they are still here on the other side of these tough times. Thank you. Last week's Geeks Wrap-Up. Saturday, I played the annual Hacks Pub Christmas Party. Dancing, trivia, rock and roll was a great night. Thanks for the crash pad and venison jerky, Corey and Shelly. Sunday, played the Christmas extravaganza at Dallas House. Great to spend time with my old friends Miller, Phil Liggett, Scow, and many more. Upcoming shows. Saturday, December 26th. I'll be playing Seven Brothers in Clayton, Wisconsin from 8 to 11 p.m. Guest this week is part one of two with singer-songwriter and host of the Power Trip Morning Show, Chris Hockey. We talk his new album, Time to Think, 90s rock singers, and more. Enjoy the conversation. Mama, look at me. I won the lottery. The girl I wanted all my life Just oh God she'd be my wife And now we'll have to see If she puts up Alright, singer-songwriter and co-host and producer of the Power Trip Morning Show, Mr. Chris Hockey. Welcome back to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Hiding today there, Chris. Uh, it's good to see you. It's been too long, man. How are you? I'm doing I'm doing pretty good. You know, with COVID, we have our uh, lost quite a few shows, so that's been pretty interesting, that's for sure. Yeah, that's been unbelievable. I mean, I, I don't know about you, but we normally play 70 to 75 shows a year, and I think we played five this year. So five. It's, yeah, it's been it's been a shock to the system, but, uh, you know, you, you reevaluate and you keep on moving the best you can and hope for 2021, right? Absolutely. And you work on some new projects and write some songs and do some things like that. So we're here yeah. having Chris on again to talk about his brand new album, Time to Think. Everybody's angry. I lose track of all the frowns that I see 
So I wanted to ask you about, like, go through this album and talk about the, kind of the history of it, who played on it, what were your influences and a bunch of the songs on there, and just kind of talk about your new record, if that's cool, man. Yeah, for sure. You know, I, um, I'm sure just like you were saying, and just like so many people, heck, I even heard a podcast with Paul McCartney talking about it the other day. Um, with all this literal time to sit around in, the, in your basement or wherever your writing room is, I, I just found myself with my guitar in my hand a lot more when I would normally be out on stage playing shows. And um, I didn't have any plan to do a new record, anything like that. When we released Set Free a couple of years ago, I thought that that was going to maybe be it for a long, long time. I, I, I had no idea when a new record would come out. And um, But writing songs until I got to about the fourth song written and and uh, there was kind of a theme going and, and I felt really good about those songs. And, and um, whether they're good or, or bad songs, you'll know what I'm, I mean when I say this. I thought I'd hit the mark on what I meant to say on those songs. It, you know, whether they're good or bad, that's what I meant to say. And um, so then I started thinking in the in the direction of putting out a, a record. Um, and then I, I had a couple of songs that were half done, and I wrote a couple of brand new songs uh, after that. When we got to eight songs, I called Alex Keel, who has played keyboards with me for a long time, lives down in Nashville now, and said, I think I want to do something different. I think I just want to do an acoustic record just so... Uh, you know, the songs are as naked and bare as they were when I wrote them in my basement. And that's what we set about to do. Cool, man. And who else played on the record? Uh, it's just myself and then Alex Keel and Matt Everson, uh, my guitar player as well in the, the Chris Hockey Band. Other than that, it, it's just uh, there's a couple of songs with a little bit of tracking on there. Other than that, it's just guitar and me. And that is it. That's awesome. Yeah, Everson's one of my dear friends going way, way back. So how's he doing during COVID here? You know, he is, uh, as you know, uh, Matt, I, I really believe that as long as he had a guitar near him, he could sit in a room by himself for the rest of his life and he'd be okay. Uh, he and her, he and Laura are at home, uh, uh, you know, uh, probably driving each other crazy because I would guess about every second day a new guitar comes from Amazon and then they have to figure <laughs> out for that. But he's doing really well, man. You know, we, we've played so many shows together over the last few years. And even before that, when he was teching for Rocket Club, we were playing all the time. So uh, just probably for him, like it is for the rest of us, took a, a few weeks and maybe even a month or so to get used to being home all the time. And then you find ways to fill the time. Yeah. Um, what's your songwriting process? Like, did, did you just single-handedly write all these songs? Or do you sit with Matt and say, Matt, what do you think of this chord change? Or is this all make sense? Or how do you go? What's your songwriting process? Uh, um, for this record in particular, this is all me. I, uh, I sat down with my guitar and uh, on most of the songs, I sat down with my guitar and an idea and wrote the chorus first. And once I had the chorus, then either I, I finished the song that day or I came back to it later and finished what uh, the surrounding of the song. Uh, when it came to Set Free and all the other songs previously, it had always been something like that where Matt would bring over his guitar and play me a couple of things or send me stuff. Alex would send me some things. Uh, Tony, uh, you know, whomever um, would send me some ideas and we would kind of create the song together almost in every case. But this record is completely just out of my head. Um, and it's, a, it's really personal, I think, because of that. Um, and it also took me a while. This record was released, uh, you know, a little over a week ago now, but it's been done for about two months. It took me a while to to um, to um, have the guts to release it. It's finally here. After rumoring this special release back in August, we are pleased to inform you all that the Border Bourbon, aged 5.5 years in white oak barrels, finished in a cognac barrel for an additional half a year, is going to be released this Wednesday. 
45th Parallel is a family-owned craft distillery in New Richmond, Wisconsin. They opened their doors in 2007, went from making a single vodka to producing dozens of different spirits, including gins, whiskeys, and citrus liqueurs. 45th Parallel Distillers are committed to a slow craft philosophy, slow fermentation, slow infusion, slow distillation, slow blending, slow aging. Their mission is to create high-quality spirits using local ingredients whenever possible and to provide visitors with a great experience. Stop in and check them out at 1570 Madison Avenue, New Richmond, Wisconsin. Check out 45th Parallel Distillery.com for hours and more information. So if you're looking for a quality alcoholic beverage to enjoy while listening to your favorite local musicians, try a 45th Parallel Distillery product. You won't be disappointed. Please drink responsibly. As weird as that sounds, there there are um, a couple of songs on here that are very, very emotional for me, and I wasn't sure if uh, um, if anybody would care to hear them. As weird as that sounds, you know, I wasn't sure that a song so on point on the money about my dad would be something that people could find uh, that they related to, but so far, so good. Time flew by so quickly and carried me downstream to one day I looked around to see the long list of the things I was going to do. That song you're talking about is Song For You, I believe, and and uh, I thought it was going to be a cover of my, my favorite artist is Leon Russell, and he has a famous sure. song called Song For You, so I thought it might have been a cover of that, but then I listened to it, I listened to it a number of times, and my father is actually going through uh, a variety of cancers, leukemia, and all this mm-hmm. kind of stuff, and it really hit me right, as they say, right here in the cigarettes. So can you t- can, we, can we talk about that song a little bit, if that's if that's okay with you? I'd love it. Yeah, thanks. Um, so yeah, my dad, uh, I'm sorry to hear about your dad. You know, it's such a weird thing, right? To be a, uh, um, to, to be in a situation where you see your dad struggling, you know, uh, for every person out there, well, almost every person, I don't speak for everybody, but your dad's that person that's the strong guy who has all the advice and has all the answers. And my dad had a stroke um, earlier this year and it, it was touch and go for a little while. And, and um, we were lucky enough that he made it through, spent a lot of time in the hospital. Now he's at home. Um, he, he, he's getting better, legitimately getting better a little bit here and there every day, but he's still struggling with his memories, still struggling with his emotions um, uh, still forgetful. Um, and man, that, that really hits in a way that, uh, you know, we're all going to go through that at some point, but it hits in a way you don't expect, you know, um, and being a father myself, um, you kind of get wrapped up in your own life and forget that, um, you're somebody's kid, no matter how old you get, you know, you, you get wrapped up and, and think about what it's like for your own kids to leave the nest and forget, Oh my God, I did that to my mom and dad too. You know? And, and I wrote a song for my mom a while back. I've written songs for my kids. I've written songs basically about my brother, even though they, they weren't necessarily songs for him. But I'd never written one for my dad. And um, I wrote this one for him. Um, it's very emotional. It kind of hits the nail on the head, um, as I said before. And when we went in the studio to record it, it was just myself and my manager, Sarah Jane and Alex and the great engineer over at Treehouse and, and um, my friend Deanne, we were the only people in the studio and, and it took me a long time to record this one, man. Um, and I think you can, and Alex, when he was doing the mixing for the record, left a lot of the emotion in there, but I couldn't sing the song all the way through. I had to do it in pieces because uh, it's too emotional. Um, but, but I, I put it on the record because it it, uh, it means a lot to me, and I want to distribute to my dad. And so, um, people, uh, a lot of people like yourself have said they relate to, it and that means a lot to me. 
great to bum around with fellow Jeep Marks on Sunday at my Dallas House show. Honestly, I had nothing but great things to say about my experiences in my black Jeep Cherokee I got from ID Chrysler, Pine City, Minnesota. With 250,000 miles of my old car, which is too much for the poor thing to take, I found myself looking for my new dream ride at ID Chrysler, Pine City, and the staff could have been more helpful with me choosing a vehicle and willing to work with my, as I call it, musician's credit score. Their philosophy is simple, time-saving, hassle-free, fair price. Check out the inventory at idcdjr.com or take the beautiful drive up 35 to 715 Northridge Court, Northwest Pine City, Minnesota. Minnesota to visit them in person. Business hours are Monday through Thursday, 8 to 6 p.m. and Friday and Saturday, 8 to 5 p.m. Closed on Sundays. Check out ID Chrysler Pine City today and enjoy a safe winter season full of adventures and memories. Out in the open road in a new ride. Yeah. Do you think you're going to learn from yourself on the Elm and like when your dad gets better, go on some fishing trips and things like that? Yeah, I sure hope so, man. You know, I am. Um, we, we talked earlier in this about the fact that uh, we're all home more now, obviously because of um, the quarantine and such like that. I hope I can stick to um, the, the idea that I've lived what I can live. I've learned, I should say what I can live without, you know, um, I, I um, there were so many nights. It was a Wednesday night and I was in some town somewhere uh, three hours from home and, and playing a show and, and, uh, you know, um, looking at myself in the mirror and saying, you know, um, I love singing, but I'm not really sure why I'm doing this. I should probably be at home on a Wednesday night, getting ready for bed, talking to my daughter, um, hanging out with my wife. And, and, uh, um, so it's giving me perspective like that. I hope I hold on to that. I hope I hold on to these memories of what I really missed and what I really didn't miss. Yeah, I agree. Um, so another song I'd like to ask you about is my personal favorite one off the record is Moonshine. But Moonshine, dealer wants the car, the banker wants the farm, gotta get it back somehow. Moonshine, I can feel it fall apart, you know it breaks my... What's oh, nice. This? Yeah, I, lo- I thought that was super catchy. The only left in the barn is Moonshine. I thought that was super catchy. What's uh, what's the story behind that song and recording it and whatever? I grew up um, out, out in the country, as I think we've talked about before. Um, we lived on a farm. We didn't farm the farm, uh, but the farmer rented us the farmhouse, and that meant I spent a lot of time running around in barns. And I always loved the idea that um, in these giant barns, I would roll in there, and, and um, it was even in the middle of the day, it'd be just dark, but there were the cracks in the ceiling, you know, or cracks in the, in the walls and the moonshine or the sunshine or the moonshine, either up day or night, would just shine through the cracks. And that's kind of how you found your way around. So that imagery is always stuck in my mind. Um, and I'm a giant John Mellencamp fan, giant. Uh, Scarecrow was uh, one of my favorite records of all time. And so um, uh, I... The whole idea, the imagery behind um, being on a farm and struggling to exist and and, um, uh, finding ways to exist within um, the ever-changing markets, I I, I can't imagine how much of a struggle that is. So uh, the the chorus to Moonshine, Nothing in the Barn but Moonshine, came to me a long time ago. The song itself um, uh, took a little time to wrangle in uh, what it was going to be about. And the whole idea that, um, you know... um, Back in the day, your grandfather had to have moonshine, literally make moonshine for the farm to continue to exist. And then in these current days, um, you have to grow marijuana or in, in this. 
you know, your own version of moonshine to continue to exist. And, and that kind of once uh, Alex and I actually came up with the concept of that's how the farm's going to continue to exist is he's going to grow marijuana. That's where the song actually became a finished song. You could add that as a, like a famous third verse, like Garth Brooks' uh, Friends in Low Places third verse, make it very modernized with the marijuana twist. Exactly. Yes, exactly. So I know you dropped the year, was it 1927? What was a souped-up car in 1927? Boy, it probably would have been a Dodge, right? Maybe a Ford, <laughs> but I would have probably a Dodge in 1927. Yes. Um, so do you think any of these songs you'll put full band production behind when you come back to it? The only one will probably be Pretend. In fact, um, you know, Pretend is by far, it's the first track on the record, by far the most produced record uh, song on the record. What have I become? What is left to do? This game was meant for young men. The stages I've been through have led me to the middle, which feels much like the end. And that is a song that I see being something that the full band does get behind. And I do another version of where the whole band and it continues to grow um, in, a, in a bigger way. But, you know, th- that song in particular um, literally was a dream. I, I woke up one um, uh, afternoon after my afternoon nap. I want to tell you all one of my favorite bars in the Roseville slash St. Paul, Minnesota area. The B Dale Club, located on the corner of County Road B. And Dale's motto is a place for family, a place for friends, a place for fun. And that is the truth. The food at T-Bird's Cafe and Takeaway is always out of this world. Rob, Natalie, Shelley, and the entire bar staff are all state-of-the-art cocktail wizards. I've been told that I've been talked about in these podcast ads. The Waller's Woodhill Cocktails were selling like hotcakes. Karaoke, live music, pool table, pull tabs, bingo night, jibachi ball tournaments, and much, much more. B-Dale's got it all. Stop by for a cold one when Minnesota bars are back off lockdown. Um, well, when I actually, here's the thing. We've talked about this before as well. I, I've, I've dealt with depression my whole life, and, I, and I've found one of my coping mechanisms, one of my ways of dealing with that um, is to go to sleep as soon as I can. And even if that, if that means in the middle of the day and I'm having a rough day and I can just crawl into bed for a little bit of nap, usually that's my reset button. I was having one of those days. It was a Saturday, and I crawled into bed and took a nap, and I legitimately had a dream where I was on stage and um, – when I woke up, I wrote this entire song and it, it, the first two verses are me feeling sorry for myself and saying, I, you know, I'm trying to find a purpose and I'm not having any luck. Um, you know, the songs have all been written, the children all grown up, but the, the bridge, which is technically the third verse, um, is me saying, uh, the, the phone alarm is ringing. I was dreaming. I was singing the singer. He was smiling. He was trying to tell me something. Um, that that's truth. That's the dream. And that's me coming to, uh, terms with, um, being happy with who I am and where I am and, and what I've achieved and, and letting go of the things I didn't achieve. Um, and then continuing on for the love of it as opposed for the pursuit of it. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was an excellent song. Good imagery, especially at the end, you're standing in front of the crowd and the, and I thought that, yeah, that was very, very cool, man. Um, Thank you, man. you took a different singing approach. It seemed to this song, more of a nineties rock approach, right? Oh, might yeah, lost it. for sure. Absolutely. And, and I, I um, that that's you're you're right. And that that is on purpose. And, and that was how the song was written as well. Um, I find that uh, that the 90s rock um, 
Uh, well, you know, I'm an 80s guy. You know, I mean, I, I grew up loving that stuff. But um, when the 90s came in, it, you know, the grunge, the um, the sound of the songs that, you know, the voices and such, such like that. We all know about that, but I think the the ultimate sea change in the music was more about the emotion of the music, um, the the content of the music, what the the songs were about, and that's kind of the 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 whole feeling behind this. I, I wanted to sound more like I was contemplating um, as opposed to celebrating, and so that's where the inspiration for that voice comes from. You're exactly right. That's kind of the vibe I wanted to get across. I wanted to get across the. Uh, um, the plaintive vibe of an Eddie Vedder or a, a Kurt Cobain. Yes. What's some other '90s singers you dig? Man, I love Scott Weiland. I, I, geez, do I love Scott Weiland? But you know who I think I love too? Um, um, maybe even more um, is Ed from Live. Uh, I can't remember Ed's last Kowalczyk. Sorry. Um, I love that throwing copper record. And I love the way um, um, I love the way um, his voice sits so well atop of a fuzz pedal guitar. It just sits there and it doesn't affect it. It doesn't combat it, doesn't fight with it. Um, it, it adds to it and allows so much space below it for a guitar to do what it's going to do and communicate. So uh, I think he's probably... Um, that comes to mind as my favorite. I, I think I like I like them a lot. So your songs are always very personal, straightforward. I don't know when I write songs too. That's how I do it. Like, but live, like I was covering what's a song? Our love is like water. Oh, whatever that song is called. Yeah. And it's yeah. so artsy fartsy. Our love yeah. is like, and I don't I don't know what he's talking about. I have no clue. But for all over you, whatever. But it still hits me. It's incredible. Have you ever toyed around with just straight like artsy fartsy lyrics and stuff like that? Like kind of beat you know, poetry. I don't know what that even would you that would be. For sure, and um, it, it that's it's such an interesting concept to me because uh, um, let's talk about Oasis in particular. I've I, I I'm a fan uh, in a big way of a lot of their stuff, and I've heard many interviews with Noel Gallagher saying. Uh, I have no idea what that means, man. It just sounded good. You know, it just sounded right. And that's pretty alien to me. Um, I, I'm not sure if I could write like that. I won the lottery. The girl I wanted all my life. Just oh God, she'd be my wife. And now we'll have to see if she puts up. Thanks for tuning in to this week's edition of the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Hope you've enjoyed the program. We'll see you back here for a new podcasts about life and times and the live and local music scene each and every Tuesday, if not before, on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. Again, please support this week's sponsors, 45th Parallel Distillery, ID Chrysler, Pine City, and the B-Dale Club. This is also a listener-supported podcast. If you'd like to get on board, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Sterry Music Podcast. If you enjoyed some of the musical edits on this show, please head on over to your local record store or do some digging in iTunes and load up on some new songs. Also, if you get a chance, please go check out some live music somewhere. It could be a great and worthwhile experience. Life is short. Go with some fun. Till next time. I'm trying to find a purpose, not having any luck. The songs have all been written. The children all grown up. All that's left to do here is waking up for bed. Trying to quiet the voices in my head 
What have I become? What is left to do? This game was meant for young men. The stages I've been through have led me to the middle, which feels much like the end. I can't find a purpose. It's too hard to pretend. I just can't pretend. I'm trying to find a purpose, but the growing has all stopped. The days all lead to nothing. The points have all been dropped. And I keep driving circles like I haven't reached the end. Pretending I don't see it again, again, again. What have I become? What is left to do? This game was meant for young men. The stages I've been through have led me to the middle, which feels just like the end. I can't find a purpose. It's too hard to pretend. I just can't pretend. I just can't pretend. The phone alarm is ringing. I was dreaming. I was singing. The singer, he was smiling and trying. Tell me something. What have you become? There's so much left to do. I know you're not a young man, but there's more stages for you. And what's wrong with the middle? Why is that such a sin? Now go fulfill your purpose. You were born to play pretend. Now the show has begun. I brought the band and the crew. I know I'm not a young man, but I'll wear myself out for you. I'll stand right here in the middle of the stage once again. Do my best to make you happy until the very end. We can play pretend. We can play pretend until the very end. We can play pretend. <laughs>